Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, so welcome in. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN, hanging out with you for the next uh, hour or so on a gloomy but warm Wednesday for you. Joe, how's it going? Brian, it's going good. I'm hoping that there's less rain today because I I love the warmth, but for me, downpour kind of ruins it. So I'm hoping for a drier day than what they're calling for. Yeah, wow. I mean, just way way to encapsulate the thoughts of... I know everybody this, for eternity. I know it's out of the box thinking. You mean to t- you're weird. That's you mean to tell me that you like a warm day, but not if it downpours. No, because you can't have the windows open in the car. Unbelievable. I know. You're so strange. Um, <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, no one else is like that. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried died. Yeah, that's I. Between him and Norm Macdonald passed away last year. I mean, those two people. I, I think. Those two people, um, you know, Norm certainly, and you know, I might put Gilbert Gottfried up there as like the people who would have made me laugh more than just about anybody else. Oh yeah, I mean, Gilbert Gottfried could make anything funny. You know what I mean? That uh, he was absolutely great. He used to be on. Remember the Hollywood Squares? Oh yeah, Gilbert Gottfried I used to watch it all the time. There's also a, um, I mean, he did a bunch of funny stuff, but there is a video on YouTube uh, that I had forgotten about until someone shared it yesterday of him reading Fifty Shades of Grey, and it's the funniest freaking thing. I wish we could play it on air, but, you know. Probably can't. Explicit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I he, can imagine. He also, like, when he would make appearances on radio shows, he was funny. He did something during the pandemic on TBS. They had, like, a comedian challenge and it was hilarious i mean like you said him and norm i mean the fact that they're both gone it's really sad yeah it stinks that surprised me um didn't know you know he uh had an illness but uh, r.i.p gilbert gottfried yesterday um <clears throat> the big story i mean a couple of big stories as of yesterday um you know both kind of breaking while we were on the air here yeah. about 24 hours ago and you know on this one of the lieutenant governor joe i I don't know why I think this just this whole thing is fascinating. And, and the way people talk about it, I think, is fascinating. Um, just because the lieutenant governor is just the most pointless, worthless position, maybe, in all of New York State. Yeah. I mean, unless the governor steps down. 
for all the attention that we have spent on, you know, this whole budget process is playing out. And, you know, there's all this attention being placed on uh, Bill's stadium. So think about this. This Bill's stadium, right, um, for 30 years is, uh, you know, six. So it'll end up being like closer to a million dollars once you factor in. But, you know, the initial, the money that everybody is talking about is this 600,000 or 600 million. Excuse me. 600,000, that would be a good deal. Uh, dollar investment, which I mean, it is uh, it is a lot of money, but it's not quite it, you know not near there. But consider this: every year, the lieutenant governor of New York makes two hundred and ten thousand dollars. What to do? What? And then and that's the salary. So that's not including all the benefits that get thrown in there, right? right? Um, That I'm sure, you know. And and then the traveling. So what is the lieutenant governor's job? Well, over the last 15 years or so, the lieutenant governor's job has basically been to just travel around the state and tell everybody how great the governor is. Yeah. It's your, you are where the governor isn't. You know, it's, hey, I'm here, pretend I'm the governor. I'm right. not. But just, I'm here from the office. The governor didn't want to come. Yeah, you're, you're way, way upstate in New York where the governor will never visit. Um, the, you know, uh, oh, thank you to the governor for doing this or this or cut a ribbon somewhere. And that's basically the job of the lieutenant governor. They don't actually do anything. They're, no. just, kind of, they're just there. They're well, there for the cameras. They do preside over the state Senate. That's right. They hold a hammer. <laughs> um, gavel. Sorry. Oh, excuse me. Well, according to according to Google, Brian, uh, the lieutenant governor is the state's highest officer following the governor and assumes the role when the governor is out of state or incapacitated. The lieutenant governor also becomes governor should the governor die, resign, or be removed. So as you're saying, there's no jobs listed here. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, now if you uh, want to look recently, I mean, obviously we saw this after Spitzer. We saw this with the current governor. I mean, the current governor wasn't elected in. She was the lieutenant governor and moved on when the governor was forced out of office. So... I mean, in a way, it has really mattered who the lieutenant governor is because right. that person eventually became the governor, um, but even though they weren't intended to. But outside of Buffalo, did anyone know who David Patterson or Kathy Hochul was? Well, that's the thing. Before? I mean, $210,000. Nobody's screaming about this. We pay somebody a quarter million dollars a year and the expenses to travel around, you know, all, all the other benefits you get I would put it way past that. Yeah. And... You know, they they really don't do anything. So when this news broke about the lieutenant governor out of a job, and there there were all these complaints immediately, right? You had uh, Republicans in Albany saying, well, how, you know, this just shows Governor Kathy Ockel, what a terrible judge of character. Yeah. Um, you, you know, how could she be trusted with anything? I mean, look at this. She's sitting right next to this guy, and look at the chart bribery, fraud, conspiracy falsification of records how can you trust this you know to me i'm sitting there thinking i if i'm the guy go- i don't care who the lieutenant governor is I, I, joe i'd pick you oh thanks Brian. I, but <laughs> I, I would hope so you know just but no i mean if i'm kathy ogle sitting there oh you know a big decision this and, and it was kind of framed that way when she made the decision right well this is a big you know who is going to be 
the lieutenant governor. I, who cares? Yeah, that should have been her know. answer. Who's gonna Who's gonna follow the script? <laughs> who's willing to do this? Really, it's. I mean, the pay is great, so maybe it's not a terrible job. The pay to is me, great. it sounds miserable traveling all across the state. Smiling for cameras, uh, cutting a ribbon all the time, and uh, telling everybody how good someone else is. Yeah, with that kind of pay, you you would think that you wouldn't have to commit fraud, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, this happened before. I know, but I know. <laughs> I, you make a very good point there, Joe. Uh, someone texting in eight zero three zero nine thirty. If you'd like to join us this morning on Beamaz and Beamer, that uh, he's like the backup quarterback. I, Joe, right. I kind of see the same thing. You know, throughout the offseason, after the season ended, you know, Mitch Trubisky was going to go on. And everybody was saying, well, who is going to be the Bills' backup quarterback? And my answer was, I don't care. Because if Josh Allen gets hurt, we're kind of screwed, right? And we're just, the whole thing's a wash anyway. So this guy, we're going to pay somebody to hold a clipboard. I prefer that money go somewhere else. That's the lieutenant governor. Look, if the governor steps down, something very bad has happened. And the lieutenant governor at the time, I, that's uh, maybe not the chief of my concern, right? We'll, we'll deal with that if the right. time ever comes. Uh, but for right now, who can I get to uh, pay the least amount to hold the clipboard is basically what I'm thinking. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, in government, though, it's not who you can pay the least amount because it's the same amount. No matter what. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, but, you know, okay, so uh, he uh, has all these charges. He resigns. I, I love the editorial board, uh, Buffalo News, um, uh, posted, Benjamin makes the right decision. Well, <laughs> what a guy. Uh, Finally, that, right? You know, uh, really <laughs> thinking about all of New York <laughs> making the right decision <laughs> by resigning. So kudos to him. Um, but, no, I, I was so I was thinking about this. And, you know, the name Brian Benjamin, nobody – Nobody knows who the lieutenant governor is. The only reason Western New York knew who the lieutenant governor is um, before uh, Kathy Oko got promoted was because it was somebody local. And even then, I think most people would not be able to tell you who the lieutenant governor is. And then, Joe, I was thinking about this with the other breaking story that was happening and going on at the same time. This uh, absolutely terrible, um, you know, nearly a massacre. I mean, again, it's a miracle that it wasn't. Out in New York City, um, terrifying people on the subway and even today. How do you go back and ride the train after what happened there yesterday? Just knowing how one person can, you know, commit such a heinous act. Yeah. And I, I was wondering, almost in the same line. So, you know, this lieutenant governor. I mean, in in that case, it doesn't matter, and that's why no one pays attention. But I wonder. I think of most people, though, Joe, that. This major event happened in New York City. A lot of confusion. Was this a, another terrorist attack in the city? Uh, you know, was this something else? Either way, I mean, this is pretty terrifying. How many people even knew that it was going on? You know, I mean, I wonder how many people are just kind of aware on a day-to-day basis of what's going on. And, you know, what rises to your level of newsworthiness in the day. And this always fascinates me, Joe, as somebody obviously talks about the news every morning, comes in here, wants to know what's going on. You're on top of it. I'd like to think so. Right. I don't. If I wasn't in this job, would I be? You know, that those questions Good go point. through my mind. You know, would I have been aware of what's going on or would I 
be blissfully unaware? Would I be unplugged to to all of this? And I thought about this even more, Joe, when I was looking through some of the stories this morning. Okay, you know, what's something a little lighter to bring up? And, you know, I see the Associated Press reporting on Britney Spears news. Ah, yes. And, and this is what the uh, script reads. No confirmations or denials when it comes to Britney Spears. And that means we're right where we were yesterday. Quoting the pop star since... I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. Wait, what? Right where we were yesterday. What is that supposed to mean? I was supposed to be somewhere yesterday in regards to, to Britney Spears news? <laughs> like, is that Was that the assumption that you're making here? I'm following the story. It's like days of our lives. We're right where we were yesterday with, uh, you know... You know the names, uh, Joe and Thelma, or you know whatever. Days of our lives, not so much. Let's go Young and the Restless, then we can say uh, Victor and we're, Nikki. We're in the same room, yeah, right. and they're still uh, they're looking at each other. Who uh, who done it, uh, or something like that? <laughs> whatever goes on those shows, Joe. Um, but uh, you know, oh, what um, the Instagram posts about her personal life, uh, where she said, "I'm having a baby," and refers yeah. to her husband, but. Is the is the baby dad uh, the partner? Ooh. Are they actually married? Like, I don't, who cares? But apparently, somebody does because yeah. not only is this newsworthy, but it, it it's newsworthy, and you can say in the lead of the story, we're right where we were yesterday. It's it's not just news today. Apparently, it was news yesterday and the day before and the day before. This is a series of news that someone is following. What are you following on a day to day? What brings I mean. What hits you as something that you deem worthy to pay attention to? I mean, now my focus has completely changed. I didn't know there was question about who's the baby daddy. Is this going to be the series finale of Maury Povich? It's going to be Britney Spears and her husband? I, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. That's pretty interesting. See, I, I wasn't following that story, but now that you've told me this, I'd be lying to the people of Buffalo if I said I'm not going to read more into this after the show. But I am interested in that. 803-0930, uh, for, just what goes to the level of newsworthiness in your world? Do you ever like take a step back and think about the knowledge you've accumulated in a day? You know, you're... Or if lost. You, if you had to go about your daily routine... And write the paper at the end of the day. Yes. You, you know, write the summary of the day in in the terms of what you took in. What would that look like? How different would it be from what you see on, you know, CNN or Fox or MSN or, you know, any of these things? How different would it be from the 30-minute nightly news that you get at the end of the day? I feel like it would be so vastly different for everybody. For every, right for for how similar the news is, how vastly different that summary would be for just about everybody. I, I do have to say this though, Brian, because I do think you have those those people at the extremes that let the networks like CNN and Fox News um, dictate what they think is news. So I do think you'd have some people that would that would say, these are the stories I follow because, you know, Anderson Cooper talked about them or Tucker Carlson talked about them. So I, I do think and it's 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 a, a small number of people, but you do let people let cable news channels 
that's what they're known as, um, dictate what they perceive to be news. I think a way of measuring this is, you know, it's not so much of think if you had to give the nightly news right at the end of the day, you know, what would the rundown look like of, you know, what the information you took in oh, yeah. today. But, you know, maybe some of it is when you're just in conversation with somebody, you know, what's the first thing that you bring up? And it's amazing how different that is. I mean, a lot of that probably has to do with who you're talking to. Yes. But, you know, when people come up and talk to me, the different things that, you know, people bring up. You know, I was at a wedding over the weekend and, you know, I had some people, you know, come up and, hey, what do you think about this uh, war in Ukraine? I'm like, well, I, I don't think you should be looking to me for your opinions necessarily. But, you know, Foreign interesting, there, you know, one person bringing that up. That's it's very much in, um, a lot of people saying, hey, USA taking on England the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, OK, so that's on t- the top of some other people's radars. And then, you know, for a lot of it, it's just personal. Right. right? It's, it's what happens in your day to day. If I had to make a report of yesterday, Joe, uh, my son got. Silly face stamps uh, when he went to Roly Polies, and it was uh, he had a great time uh, running around. That would lead the uh, the news at the end of the day. Mine would be Edwin Diaz didn't blow a save, and the Mets actually won. Right, that, that but, you know, my headline, and that I had no idea. I have no idea what the heck you're talking about, <laughs> and that's your the lead of your news. Um, but you know what rises? Could you have gone through yesterday uh, without even knowing about this attack in New York City? Um, but we went through however many months of not hearing the name Brian Benjamin until yesterday or maybe this morning for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, how does that change for you? 803-0930 to join us. We'll go to the phones. Uh, Sarah is in Buffalo. Now you're on WBEN. Uh, how's it going this morning, Sarah? What's your, leading your news? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Um, I think it's really overwhelming how much news, different news sources are readily available at our fingertips. I get notifications on my phone from, you know, wide variety of news sources. A lot of it's the same information spanning across, you know, various platforms, but you can either choose to engage or not choose to engage. And I think if you don't choose to engage, um, you're kind of living with rose colored shades on and you're kind of just making up things as you go. You don't have to really pay attention, but for the most part, I think it's overwhelming a lot of it is um i think media just pushing things on you and then you have to worry about fake news so so sarah you're getting notifications on news and what's good so i'll call you plugged in you're plugged into the day's current events (laughs) the news um and then but you kind of you painted two different pictures right there you said the people who aren't plugged in uh will have to look at the world in rose-colored glasses and then if you if you are it can be overwhelming. So I guess my question to you is, which of those two scenarios sounds better? Because to me, I'd rather be living in a rosy world than an overwhelming one if it's my personal choice. I mean, I would love that, but I just don't think it's always the right choice to make because then you're kind of just living in your own little bubble and you're not truly engaged with anything outside of that small circle that you're in. So I think someone probably has to find a happy medium, but then that's, you know, easier for some, I guess. Oh, S- Sarah, I am so glad you called in. Thank you for the call. And I love that you use the word bubble because it's, <laughs> you can, 
and in Sarah's mind, right, if you're not paying attention, you're kind of living in your own little bubble. Right. Um, and, and, you know, to that I would say, well, what do you say to the person who is tuned into the news? You're also living in your own little bubble. bubble. Yep. Maybe you don't think that way because, well, now I know what's going on in Ukraine and I know about inflation and I, I know about this attack in New York City. Well, no. You're living in your news bubble. Yeah. No. And, and people do that on social media, too. Also and dictates. You know that what's going on, the national picture. Um, do you know what's going on two streets away from you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are you plugged into your neighborhood? I. So m- maybe you're living in your own bubble. There's generally not a lot of alerts <laughs> that pop up on your phone for that. And I, I don't know. I think that personal bubble... Uh, maybe, and it begs the other question. Okay, so you have all this information. Now what? Yeah. What do you do with it? Does it make you a better person? Does it force you to act? Are you putting a Ukraine flag on your pole and that's, you know, now you're feeling good? Are you doing something else? Or maybe if you're not aware and you're not paying attention, maybe you are helping more in your general community. Maybe you are making more of a difference by being unaware of the news. I I don't know. There's a lot of ways to take this. 803-0930 to join us on W. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's beam as and beamer 
News Radio 930 WBEN. Teaching Joe how to use soap in the break. I, it's been, yeah, it's been at least 15 years since I used a bar of soap. Let that sink in. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> hold on. Don't take that out of context. Uh, I use body wash, but. Can we, uh, Jim, can we clip that so we can use that? That's your new open. Yeah. It's been 15 years since Joe's touched a bot, uh, bar of soap. Bar of soap, yes, yes, of course. I didn't know there was bars of soap that wouldn't dry that wouldn't dry your skin out. Yeah, and there's a billion different kinds of bars of soap out there. Yeah, but you know when you're conditioned to just look at the body wash, you ignore the shelf of of bar soap. Yeah, I I was just uh, you didn't like to me a bar of soap is pretty self explanatory You take a bar of soap into the shower, you you know, and you wash yourself. I thought you took the bar of soap, you get it all sudsy like on a loofah or a washcloth, and then you proceed to wash yourself. I, I just I, that would never <laughs> would never cross my mind to do. <laughs> Take a bar of soap, you rub it all over yourself. You get you get clean. That's how you clean. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You're the one who uses the bar of soap, not me. I just wow. This all started, by the way, because I said that I might want to spend the two extra dollars to go from Suave back to Old Spice, just so people know why we start talking about yeah. showering ourselves during the break. I'm just, you know, <laughs> highlight of my uh, end of my news day. There I'm it is. Playing that clip. I was going to say, Joe Beamer. Is that I haven't used a bar of soap in 15 years? <laughs> is that making your newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what is news to you? Uh, you know, I'm just just thinking about it with some of these big stories that broke during our show yesterday. I, I mean, what what makes your you know your your brain at the end of the day if you're giving the the nightly news, you know, before you wind down to bed of everything that happened in the world of your day or everything you paid attention to, what's in there, right? I, I mean, what what makes it? Someone on our text board saying, I think everyone in America heard about the Will Smith slap. That's true. I mean, isn't that funny? I mean, that too, a lot. that's like the news to a lot of people, more so than people anything are, else. People are still talking about it. And, and you know, what? what matters more, what matters less than the Will Smith slap? I honestly, Joe, I think, you know, some people would say, oh, well, obviously this, this, and, the, you know, rifle off. I think it's very subjective. Yeah. I, I think it is uh, it, it is very subjective. Uh, we'll go to Richard. Richard is on WBEN. Uh, what's going, Richard, you know, at the end of the day yesterday, you had to give the news of, you know, everything that makes your radar that's important to you or that you're paying attention to. I mean, what's on there? Well, <laughs> Well, first off, when I started listening to the news last night, uh, the the attack on the trains. I mean, I used I grew up in New York City. I took a train to school every day, so uh, that kind of got my attention. Some things don't get my attention, but that's not why I called in. Uh, and uh, I called in about uh, Lieutenant Governor's office, and you guys were talking about what what's Lieutenant Governor doing traveling around. Well, let me tell you a story. I used to live in another part of the state. And I used to own a farm. And I also worked as an engineer. I came home about 5.30 that night. And the electricity was out. And I had animals in my barn. And the only way to get water to them is by electricity. And, uh, well, I called up the electric company. Uh, remember, this is 5.30 at night. And uh, I said, hey, guys, I need electricity. i got to water my animals. I had a lot of animals that needed watering in my barn. And uh, 
They said, well, we'll get a truck out there tomorrow. I got to look at my animal. And uh, they said, well, we'll get it out there tomorrow. I, I called up the lieutenant governor's office. And I said, hey, guys, uh, the electricity's out of my... By the way, uh, the end of the line was my farm. So that was, you know, the electricity was out during the daytime. Uh, by 6.30 that night, he had a truck out there, and they were up on the pole. They weren't happy that they had to come out there, but he got them out there. And I'll tell you another story that I didn't tell Tony. Uh, we moved up here in, to Buffalo about 1985, and I became friendly with the church parishioners where I go. And uh, I was talking to one guy. He said, well, I am really having a problem. Um, he said, I don't know what's happening. He said, well, I'm trying to get a hold of this office. Uh, uh, I forget what it was, but it was a state office. And they weren't doing anything for me. I said, well, call the lieutenant governor's office. And uh, he said, well, why? I said, well, because everybody works for the lieutenant governor. The governor has too much doing uh, to get to pay attention to all that. Guess what? So about three weeks later, I said, Hey, how'd that work out? I said, Are you kidding me? The people call me up the next day. That's what the lieutenant governor's office can do for you. Richard, thank you for the call. Whoever I... the lieutenant governor is, uh, you know, but that's what the lieutenant governor's office does. You know what, Richard? Then I, I like it. Maybe we should rename it, though. Just the uh, the person who gets something done. Right. Because that would be worth $210,000. Yeah, when you can't get uh, a hold of the governor. A hotline. Just to, like, hey, the power's out. What's going on? And then, boom, somebody's there. I don't think most people think of the lieutenant governor like that. No, I, not until Richard's call. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, Richard's been all over the state. He grew up in New York City. He lived on a farm. Now he's in Clarence. I don't know where the farm was, but I'm guessing the farm wasn't in New York City. It's all, all over the place. There you go. I That is, um, <laughs> that's interesting. That's an interesting way to think about the office. Maybe I should get the put the number in my phone. I mean, I don't know who you'd get now. Andrew yeah. Stewart Cousins. Well, the old guy, I mean, apparently this uh, this last one, I'd have to pay a pretty penny to get anything done. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, listen, we'll be out there. But uh, as soon as I see that campaign uh, fund go up. Interesting to see his Wikipedia page and his time as, as lieutenant governor because he was proceeded and succeeded by the same person. The acting lieutenant governor. Oh. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, well, then, yeah, that is interesting. But, you know, this whole thing just uh, decided, you know, the lieutenant governor was in the news. I don't think anyone knew who the lieutenant governor was before yesterday. There are people who name. still don't know who the lieutenant governor is. Exactly. Does it even make your your mind? I'm just kind of thinking, like, obviously this is a big story. The, the bigger part of this story is more the ongoing state of corruption yes in new york yep. that it just uh, one figure after another uh being involved in these schemes but you know generally speaking i think most people your day goes by and whether you know this story or you don't it really does not impact you at all no i, I mean it's not going to happen and, and if at the end of the day what what are you going to do about this story if you know every ins and out uh, the you've read the entire complaint or you've never heard the name in your life and you don't even know that there is a lieutenant governor, um, I, I mean, your reaction is probably going to be the same. Right. Oh. Unless you're completely plugged in and you are all in on this guy's campaign, now you've got to think of who you're voting for in the primary. 
I mean, I, I guess that's the, the, the furthest extent. If you're all plugged into Albany politics and you're already thinking about the primary, which, you know, get a life. Again, um, I, I guess, and in, in if you're voting for lieutenant governor in the primary, depending on how now our last caller would have a different opinion on this. But I, Joe, I vote for you. Because it's just like, who do you want to see make uh, two hundred plus thousand dollars a year on a job that doesn't do much? Well, I would, ho- I would hope, <laughs> Brian, when you, <laughs> you, Joe, when you, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would appreciate the raise. Uh, but you know, if you go to the polls, unfortunately, the party I'm uh, registered to doesn't have primaries. But if you go to the polls for primaries and want to write, write in Joe, Beamer, I can't vote in a primary, so it doesn't even matter to yeah, me. Uh, yeah, you know, literally, like that. literally nothing. Um, but no, what makes your news? I, I like the text coming in. You know, watching the news is depressing. Hearing Britney Spears is pregnant is more uplifting. It depends who you talk to. Well, that's, I would say, you know, I, I think neither of those things may be worth your time at the end of the day. Well, there are some people that would argue that Britney being pregnant is not uplifting. I've seen those tweets on Twitter as well. I think, um, you know, it's, it is interesting to kind of sparse uh, parse that out of what news is important to be paying attention to i mean you hear that all the time right uh from people oh well you have to kind of stay up on current events well what current events right you know what pick and choose for me j-lo and ben affleck is that what you mean by current events well you know let's let's keep it to hard news even within that realm you know, what are the current events that I need to be, that I need to know about? And how? tell me how I'm going to use that going forward. I mean, I'll tell you two stories that in western New York I feel are more important than the lieutenant governor because it affects jobs in the economy. Something we talked about off air. Station 12 maybe is back. Who knows? And what's going to happen to the McKinley Mall? Now, if you think about locally, what what is what concerns more people in Western New York? I would say those two stories because it's the economy of Western New York more than the lieutenant governor. Yet, if we started the show and we wanted to talk about the McKinley Mall for an hour, all the text board would say is this is boring, this is worthless. But I mean, it, it does play into the economy. It is an important local story. I'd agree with you, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, what's going to impact your day if you live in Western New York? You just mentioned two, one North Towns, one South Towns. Yep. What is going to matter more to you? A a large development on Sheridan Drive or who the lieutenant governor is tomorrow? Exactly. I mean, honestly, which is going to matter more? So which is the more important story? Um, You know, one gets top billing and the other is like, "Ah, maybe you hear about it. Uh, Maybe you don't. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm kind of up to you. I, and again, you know, top of my, at the end of the day, if I'm making my personal thing, I mean, this this job skews a lot, right? This job is almost um, forces you to go outside of what most people are thinking about because we are talking about all of these stories. Um, but if this were a regular day, at, at the end of the day, and I had to go say, hey, what happened in your day? You know, what's that daily roundup, that daily report? Joe Beamer hasn't used a bar of soap in 15 years. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Leading our top story tonight, <laughs> Joe Beamer <laughs> has not used a bar of soap in uh, 15 years. I got a bar, uh, We got a text saying that I use soap wrong. Oh, really? That you use it right and I use it wrong, which I, I can't believe it. To me, the whole... Idea of a bar of soap, why I use a bar of soap, I never, I've tried, you know, every once in a while you'll be forced to use like body wash, like the liquid soap. Yeah. But to, you use the bar of soap because you hold it in your hand and then you scrub it all over yourself and you know, like, 
I have the soap in one hand, and I rub it against my arm. Okay, that arm is soaped, and I know it. And you just you rub it all, and you know where the soap went. See, I would need it to be lathered, like bubbles and everything. Why? Because that's to me that is you got It's like uh, you know uh, um, having something on the stove when you see the bubbles, you know it's working. No, I just <laughs> it's cooking. I've, I've always <laughs> I've always perceived soap working when it's in a lather form, and there's a film of soap of lathery, bubbly soap on you. So you you get in the shower and you're just like a white cloud, like a, a almost a comic cartoonish cloud of white bubbles. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's that. No, but it, it is. You know, you've you've got the the sudsy hair, and then because I use the body wash shampoo, I'm not buying two separate things. That explains it. <laughs> and then you just you know you you work your way down, but it's lathered. It's lathered on. Yeah, okay. it's been at least 15 years since I used a bar of soap. That's, I mean, that's going to live forever. <laughs> that's going to live forever. Your word's not mine. Another another big story that no one's talking about, they've started dismantling the giant wheel at Darien Lake. Now, that is something that more people listening to our voice will notice this summer than the missing lieutenant governor. That's too bad. One of the ri- I'm not a big ride person. I'm not a big Ferris wheel person. So. One of the rides I like. I like a big Ferris wheel. That's too bad. Uh, so, uh, all right. So the wheel's down. That's you know, that's going to make someone's top thing at the right. end of the, you know what matters to you. What do you hear that matters to you? What do you do after bumper cars? There's no wheel there anymore. So it's a lather the bar of soap in a washcloth, then scrub with the washcloth. But that's okay. Right. But here's the thing. So you lather the bar in the washcloth. Yeah. So so this is how I you know when uh, my son gets a bath, you put the soap on the washcloth. You. You know, scrub it up so it gets a, a nice la- a Joe Beamer lather, as I'll now um, call it, and uh, then you you scrub it up. But eventually, that goes away. Yeah. So how do you know? All right, I put the soap in the washcloth, and then I'm scrubbing the washcloth all over me. How do you know exactly what point that washcloth stops when you being stop seeing, soapy? When you stop seeing the lather, the, the suds. But do you ever really see the suds on on you when you're using it? I mean, I do. Like every single square inch. Okay, I, maybe not every single square inch. When but I'm just using the soap, when it's just soap to skin, it's like, I, all right, I know. Like, I, I use that all over. Top half only. I mean, when do you wash your legs? Who's washing right. legs? No, of course not. Why? I mean, unless unless I have shorts on and I go through a mud puddle. Yeah. I mean, no. if you're um, working in the garden, you're doing some, you're playing soccer, you, you can wash your knees, aside this from that. This person knows me. Joe seems more like a loofah guy. Exactly. Do you think that what what was going through that person's mind when they uh, typed that? They in? probably heard me talking about how sudsy I like everything to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone said bar soap leaves film on tiles. That explains why it's such a pain, maybe, to wash my <laughs> uh, shower all the time. <laughs> Which you would think—that's the other thing that gets me—the washing of the shower. You would think that's the one place where you don't have to. You spend more elbow grease scrubbing the shower than you do almost anywhere else in your home. Yeah. But the shower, it's just water and soap constantly. So you would think it would stand to reason that you would never have to wash it because it's constantly being washed, right? Wait, you're supposed to wash your shower? (laughs) (laughs) But it's like washing your shower is, I mean, you got to bring out the heavy chemicals. I'm sitting there just going at it for you know forever 
And it's, a, the, it's, hu- it's a huge pain for something that's constantly being doused with water and soap. It doesn't make sense. I thought there was a, there, they sold something that you spray around yeah, your shower stuff after the shower, and then you won't have as much a cleanup. None of that stuff works. Yeah. We got it all. It doesn't work. By the you way, spray some, scrubbing bubbles on it, and none of it works. Someone says that our hygiene is disgusting and revolting. <laughs> yeah, it's been at least 15 years since I used a bar of soap. Remember, that's him, not me. I do it all the time. I use a bar of soap every day, sometimes twice a day. Th- summer, sometimes three times a day in a 75-degree day like this. You do realize now, you won't be here tomorrow. Jimmy is going to play that at least five times during the show tomorrow as I'm talking. It's going to yeah, be the open. at least 15 years since I used a bar of soap. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, a big voice guy will come on. It's Beamaz and Beamer with, uh, with that clip in there. Yeah, it's been at least 15 years since I used a bar of soap. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I, a lot of people are uh, chiming in with those expensive big soaps that I see all over. I'm never – I like my soap. I like a good smelling soap, and yeah. there are – I just never – like a $5 bar of soap for how quickly that goes away in my house. I, I'm always – I don't know. That's why I like I, – I might try the bar of soap now because the five ninety nine Old Spice, hey, I got I to gotta save some money. Where can I save that money? Maybe the bar of soap. I, I would think the bar of soap saves you money in the long run. I, I'm not sure, but I never buy the other. I never right. buy the alternative, so right. I wouldn't know. We'll figure it out. Um, it saves you money, just like collecting soaps. I have a whole bunch of soaps. I have no idea where it came from. There you in go. My house. Uh, it goes all over the place. And uh, the final text to come in: You two are a couple of real morons. <laughs> And you know what? <laughs> that is like how, how I like to end this uh, this little uh, run we had here, Jill. <laughs> well, Brian, it was nice being together for three days. It was a nice run of BMAS and Beamer. Yeah. I hope you enjoy your vacation. I hope so, too, as and I say uh, all the time. You're back here, what, Wednesday? No, no, I'll be back here Monday. Uh, but ah. the day after Dingus Day, is, of course, yeah. It's always that's a that's a baked in. So the um, the Dingus Day primer Monday nine o'clock. Yeah, I guess I guess that's what it should be. Yeah. Dingus Day primer. Um, we'll just open up a bottle of Krupnik and oh. turn on your radio. Can't wait, Beamers and Beamer. Can't wait, Brian. We'll see you Monday. I'll see you tomorrow here on WBE. And David is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.